Hi, you're listening to Taming the Terminal Part 20 of N, File Searches. This series of discussions is based on a collection of tutorials I wrote over at bartb.ie forward slash ttt. This originally aired as part of Nasillacast episode 487, hosted at podfeet.com. I'm Bart Bouchatz, and the other voice you're about to hear is Alison Sheridan, host of the Nasillacast podcast. All right, so uh, like you said, we're not going to have any uh, security light unless you just finished hearing security light, in which case we did. And we're going to tuck into Taming the Terminal Part 20 of N. Indeed we are. So where last we left off, we'd spent two episodes, I don't know, installments, two thingies, talking about regular expressions. And then we spent a thingy talking about searching for text within files or within streams using egrep and our lovely regular expressions we learned two previous times. And now it's time to continue the searching theme, but we're not looking for, you know, which file contains which text. We're looking for files based on a whole raft of criteria, Mm. right? Because egrep will help us find files that contain something, but it's not checking the name of the file or anything else about the file. It's just so it can only be used on text files and only if the reason you're looking for the file is because of what it contains, And that's not the only reason you might be looking for a file. You might want all files that are bigger than 4 gigs. You might want a file with a certain file name. You might want a file with a certain file extension. You might want a file you edited within the last hour. You know, you saved it, you don't remember where, but you'd kind of like to find it again. All sorts of things you might want to search files for, other than just the text that's inside them. And so that's where the very well-named find command comes in. I like that. So nice and straightforward. How do I find stuff? Are sure find, find isn't spelled with like a PH or something like most commands in the terminal that are... <laughs> nope, this one is completely intuitive. Oh, f- okay, fine. Well, okay, no, as far as his name goes, it's completely intuitive. It goes a bit off the rails after that. But <laughs> <laughs> it's downhill from here. Great. So regardless of what, what, what it is you're looking for, so you can search by as many criteria as you like, the structure of the command is always find followed by where it should look, followed by what it should look for. So find path criteria. And criteria can be like one criteria, two criteria, four criteria, a hundred criteria. So that's Many not too bad. Like. That's like find in the kitchen, the beans and the corn. Correct. But you have to remember to tell it where to look. You and the thing is... find the corn and the beans in the kitchen. Exactly. Okay. So you may be tempted to say find star.jpg. No, you have to tell it where to go look. It's not going to know what to do with find star.jpg. So it won't look everywhere if you do that? No, if you want to look everywhere, you say find space slash star.jpg, and it'll go look in your entire hard disk. Let's not do that. (laughs) That will take time, right? If you have a three terabyte hard drive and it's pretty full, that will take a lot of time. Now, the thing to bear in mind is it's a recursive search by default. You can force it not to be recursive. We'll get to that way later down. But by default, it's going... So if you say, look in my home folder, it's going to look in every folder inside your home folder as well, which is kind of what you want 99.9% of the time. And so it's kind of nice that it does that without you having to tell it, oh, go be recursive. That is kind of nice, but unusual, right? Very, yes. Usually you have um, to tell it that. Mm. A quick reminder of stuff we've covered before. Um, useful things to remember are that the uh, little tilde symbol, the squiggle, is shorthand for my home directory, which is a place you may be doing a lot of searching. And the full stop, the dot symbol, is the current directory. And you may want to search the current directory. So tilde and dot are very useful with find. Okay. So really... 99% of what we have to talk about today is how we define our criteria. So let's start simple. 
I would like to find files based on their name. So in other words, we want to say all files whose name matches something. Okay. And so the uh, flag for doing that is minus name. Oh man, that two two things in a row are intuitive. I'm they not are. sure I'm comfortable with this part. Now, I'm going to give you some more of this kind of advice, which is to, to a slight extent, do as I say, not do as I do, because I learned this the wrong way and I wish I hadn't. Oh, okay. If you are searching with minus name, you are allowed to use special characters like star to mean any amount of anything and question mark to mean exactly any one character. But those symbols have a meaning to bash, so you have to escape them. And escaping is ugly if you put backslashes in front of everything and you're prone to forgetting. So the habit I would like everyone to get into is whatever you give after minus name, put it inside single quotes. So quote it. This is exactly the same advice as I gave with egrep last time. Right, Get right. used to single quoting it and, and then you just won't go wrong. Bless your heart. Because I don't even try to get those backslashes right. I just drag files in and watch and look and go, wow, I never would have remembered that that's the, con- the, the concept yeah. the way you're supposed to do it. So in this case, I'm saying just get used to the idea that anything that comes after the minus name inside the little single quotes, and then you'll be safe. So these things always make more sense with examples. So I, I sort of came up with two examples based on stuff I do in the real world. So a lot of the time, someone says to you, hi, Bart, I'm having trouble with my blah. Please help. And I have no idea how their computer is set up or how their server is set up. But I know I need to change something in, say, php.ini, because that's, PHP is often troublesome. Okay. So I just need, okay, so they could have installed PHP using MAMP, in which case it would be a slash application slash MAMP slash something or other. Or they might have installed PHP through one of those uh, Mac ports or something, in which case it's in a completely different location. So I have no idea what they've done. So I just want to say, where is PHP.ini? Okay. So I would say find space slash space minus name space inside single quote PHP.ini. Hit enter and wait. This will work, uh, but there is a slight side effect. If you're running find on slash and you're not doing it as the super user, you're not allowed in everywhere. And you'll get a little message saying permission denied, permission denied, permission denied, permission denied. Oh yeah, now, it's spitting that all over my screen. Yeah, because you're saying look at everything and the computer's saying, well, actually, you're not allowed in here or here or here or here. So there's two ways around that. If you know the file is somewhere that you are allowed to look, you can just make the errors go away. By, do you remember we learned in the episode entitled Plumbing, which was in Solomon 16? We learned that if you do two arrow slash dev slash null, it sends standard error to nothingness into the black hole. So if you run that command and stick two arrow slash dev slash null at the end of it, then the errors will still happen, but we'll never see them. I do remember you- talking about that, but two... Two, and then the, the, the greater than sign slash dev slash null. Every time I see that, I think about the fact that Leo Laporte played a fictional uh, animated character called Dev Null on TV a long time ago. <laughs> okay, well, it's not spitting permission denied in my screen, but it's still running away. Oh! Yeah. And it, well, did you find the PHP that I and I? Yeah. Well, I have a huh. bunch of them because I have backups of oh. my, my web servers, and I also have MAMP on my machine, I think. Oh, well, there you go. And in fact, MAMP has a lot of them because MAMP comes with loads of different versions of PHP so you can test your app in lots of different versions. Oh, so you have okay. lots of PHP that ionize if you have MAMP. Okay. So that works. Now, 
maybe you actually want to genuinely search everywhere. Maybe you didn't, maybe those error messages were telling you something you needed to know, in which case the answer is to put sudo in front of the command so that you actually have the power. I think that's what I would do first, probably. <laughs> to be honest, yes. But using devnull is fun. Exactly. So we can find a file with a given name, but the chances are we actually want to find a file that matches some sort of pattern. Now, this is not a regular expression. This is a very basic pattern like you would use when typing cd, you know, orm star.txt or whatever. Think like your old MS-DOS days. It's that kind of pattern. So if I you want to no find... no MS-DOS days, Bart. Really? Nope. Oh, you were on the Mac. Yeah. You lucky never, person, you. Never had to do that. Okay, but, it, you know, star.exe is sort of in everyone's mind anyway. Sure, sure. So we way, can use I would that like the audience to be excited right now. My phone is ringing outside the door, and we are not disconnected this time from our Skype call, which is what killed us last week to you guys. <laughs> How? Yeah, I'll talk about that offline. That just boggles my brain that the phone can somehow interfere with the Wi-Fi. But anyway, it doesn't matter. Yeah. So as our second example, let's look for all text files in our home directory. So find space tilde space means find in my home directory. Minus name, star.txt inside our single quotes that I really want you to get used to using. And that will find every text file in your home directory, which in my case is a lot. But I don't know how many people use text files. Yeah, let's see how many I got here. Oh, yeah, a whole lot. A whole lot, okay. Oh, all my Evernote, everything is a text file. Log files are text files, Bart. There's a million. Ah, okay, okay. So there are plenty. Yeah. Now, a second example... How's about every text file that begins with the letter B? Okay. Find space, tilde space, minus name, B star.txt, inside single quotes. Well, that's taking longer to find any. Yeah, yeah. we've asked it to make a more difficult pattern. Oh, okay. So, oh, permission denied. Oh. Permission denied. Are you denied. searching in tilde? Oh, no, no, no. Yes. Find space, tilde. Space dash name. Interesting. So there's something in your home folder you're not allowed in into. In library, saved application states for Adobe Flash Player. Huh. Who's got Adobe Talk Flash Adobe. running anyway? Yeah, no, I just got, I don't have any text files that start with the letter B. <laughs> How interesting. Okay. I, now, I went and created one called bart.txt because the next pattern is any text file that's four letters long with an A as the second letter. <laughs> So question mark A, question mark, question mark dot TXT, right? This is just to illustrate the point that you can take these patterns quite a long way. Okay. However, there, there is a slight limit because these are not regular expressions. So what if I want to look for all JPEGs? JPEGs can be dot JPG or dot JPEG. But I want all JPEGs, so I need to search for both. Well, there is a flag called minus or, which allows you to have two conditions. So... Find space tilde space minus name space star dot jpg minus or minus name star dot jpeg. Oh. Probably find a lot of files. I'm not going to do that, Bart. <laughs> well, you I can have, watch I a few scroll by and hit control photos. C. I know. But well, okay, control C will always break you out. So you can do it and watch a few scroll by and hit control C. Okay. Just to see some JPEGs and some JPGs intertwined. Okay. Yeah. That's just watching. <laughs> that's bad yeah yeah now so some... uh, let me let me go over that slowly though for just okay. a second so what we said was find and then mm -hmm. the, the dash or the tilde was to tell it in our home directory dash mm -hmm. name and now we're saying we want to look for dot jpgs or dot jpeg so we put a dash or oh but you have to say dash name again 
you do because maybe right we're going to learn that there's lots of other things we could search on. Oh, so okay. the, or, the second or might be the or. So it could be, be all JPEGs bigger than 500 megs, right? Mm. Now that would be a very big JPEG. Probably not a good example, but you know what I mean, right? So it's can it's what what type of search what we're searching on or what type of search what we're searching on or what you know you you can have as many ors as you like as well. Now, we're almost there, but some cameras, and I don't know why, have this annoying habit of saving it .jpg in all caps. Oh, and it's not going to find those because the... It's not find those. Because the terminal yeah, is very literal. Yeah, it's case sensitive. So, there is the minus i name, which behaves exactly like minus name, except for the fact that it's case insensitive. So if we replace the minus names in the above example with minus i name, we will then capture everything. So dot jpeg dot jpeg dot jpg dot jpg. You know, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, shouting. All caps are shouting to me. Anyway. By the way, so, uh, can I back you up? Um, you can, please. I am using the command uh, that you gave me before the earlier one. I'm, I got a little bit behind because I had to create a file called Bart. Oh, never mind. No. I did the find uh, tilde dash name. Oh, never mind. You used question marks.txt. It's finding all kinds of junk. Oh, I had a lot of stuff in my home directory that had, uh, never mind, that had the second letter was A. It really was finding the right stuff. Yeah, because that is all the test is. is Is it four letters long with the second letter A? Yeah. So the so why again I missed it why did you do so question mark, question mark means instead of star que- so question mark means one of anything star means any amount of anything say one more time question mark means exactly one of anything okay so something a something something dot txt but stars would have meant any, any amount number of, of characters ahead of time oh yeah. okay okay all right so that's what I did first and I got all this glop and I'm like those aren't yeah. fitting the rule at all. Okay. Sorry yeah. to back you up, but I, I want no, no, to that's good. That's repeat good. that. Uh, so now I've caught up to you where you're talking about uh, the capital letters here. So minus I name means a case insensitive name match. In other words, uh, it doesn't matter whether it's uppercase or lowercase, we're going to match it. Because searching for JPEG did not find enough files on my computer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Where's two? laughs> Case well, you, you may be interested, right? I mean, okay, in reality, you're probably not going to point it at your whole home directory. You're, you're probably going to be looking for something with a little more specifics. Yes, possibly. Okay. So minus I name is the same as minus name, but it doesn't care about the capitalization. So it's case insensitive, hence minus I name. Okay. And so between minus I name and these minus ors, you can do a lot. And that'll probably cover you at least 90% of the time. But sometimes you're going to want the full oomph of those regular expressions we spent two whole shows learning about. Okay. And you can do that. The criteria for using regular expressions is instead of minus name, you say minus regex. And if you want a case insensitive regular expression, it's minus i regex. Okay. And now we have some caveats here. Okay. Caveat the first. So... If you remember back to our regular expression discussion, I said that there are two kinds of regular expressions. The old ones that are difficult and ick, called BREs, basic regular expressions, and the shiny new ones called extended regular expressions. And we only learned extended because they're cool. Okay. By default, the find command uses the crappy ones. (laughs) But don't worry, we can tell it to have some sense. You just have to put the minus capital E flag straight after the word find. 
because it will apply to the entire command. So find space minus E space tilde minus I reg X and then the pattern. So I've rewritten the pattern here to find JPEGs as a regular expression because that's actually quite a neat little regular expression. Well, if I were just listening to this, I would have had trouble following that. So I hope you people are following along with the text. This, this is particularly the regular expression is very visual, right? Yeah. So you said find, then you said mm -hmm. uh, dash capital E, and that gets us to the good regular expressions. That just say, that says for this entire execution of the command, whenever I give a regular expression, I want it to be one of the extended ones. Right. So we and just basically flip the mode. So we said flip the mode to extended regular expressions. Mm -hmm. Then you said tilde to say, where are we going to look? Then you mm -hmm. said minus I reg X, so I, so that it's case insensitive. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, we're looking for regular expressions. And then you put a inside bunch of single, between single quotes. <laughs> so inside those single quotes is our regular expression. Now, so the first caveat is don't forget the minus E. The second caveat is when we were using egrep, it would return us a line if any part of the line matched the pattern. And so we had to remember to put our hats and our dollar signs around things. The find command insists on matching the entire thing. So it, it will only return it as correct if the whole thing matches. Okay. And the whole thing is actually not just the name of the file, it's the whole path. And so to get something ending in JPEG, you say dot star, meaning any amount of anything, followed by open square brackets dot close square brackets, or an actual dot, followed by the letters JP, then an E with a question mark. Do you remember what the question mark means in regular expression land? Uh, I'm hoping it still means anything? One it of means anything? A, it means one or zero of whatever was to my left. In other words, oh. the E is optional. Boy, Bart, that's too subtle. I'm not going to remember that. But I'm still stuck at the beginning. Why is there a dot before their first star? Okay, dot in regular... Okay, so we are in regular expression land. Yeah, right? we're not in find anymore. Our no, we are now in regular anymore. expression land, so we, need to, so we need to think regular expression. And remember, I am pretty sure I have never needed regular expressions in the find command. But since we spent all that time learning them, I'm going to tell you how to use them. <laughs> right. <laughs> I have yet to come across the need in the real world. So if this doesn't make sense, turn your brain off and join us again in a moment. <laughs> okay. In regular expression land, dot means any character. So dot star means any amount of any character. So we're saying anything followed by an actual dot, then the letters J and P, and then the letter E may or may not be there, and then the letter G. Okay. So anything followed by a dot, then a JP, maybe an E, and then a G. Okay. Which gives us .jpg and .jpg. Okay. Right? The thing with regular expressions is they're very... You can say a lot with very little characters because that command is an awful lot shorter than the one above, but it does exactly the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I believe the phrase is dense, which has two meanings, and they're probably both appropriate. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it does get it done in a lot fewer characters, but you have to sit and think an awful long time to do it. Unless regular expressions are second nature to you, like they are to me, because I use them every day. Okay. But, right, you know, the point being, I figured I should tell you how to do it, because this is powerful stuff. Okay. But if yeah. you don't care, you don't care. Okay. So now we're going to move on to something that, you know, tune back in again. <laughs> so that's names, right? Very useful to search based on file names, but there's other things you might care about. And so an important one is modified time. Mm. 
So yeah. the flag for doing this is Where minus the heck C. Is that file I just finished saving. Right. Yeah. Oh, sugar. I didn't look. I just hit command S and didn't look. Sugar. Where'd it go? Yeah. Uh, I do I was that. Just using Fine. Chrome to download a picture from uh, OneDrive, and I did a right click, said download, and it said, "Yep." <laughs> no idea where it is. I checked. Chrome is set to put stuff in my downloads folder, but that's not where I put it. <laughs> Lovely. Yeah. So this would help. So the flag is minus C time, which in your brain you should remember as change time. Oh, okay. And minus, so it's minus C time and then a number. And the number by default is in days. But you don't necessarily want to think in days, but you don't have to. So you can then, after the number, put a letter. If you put an S after it, it means seconds. If you put an M after it, it means minutes. If you put a H after it, it means hours. If you put a D after it, it means days. A W after it means weeks. And so it is stops. this elapsed time or specific time? Elapsed time from now. Okay, so I need and to the, know if it's an hour ago. Yeah, now, okay. one final very important point. You want to put a minus sign in front of the number or it just won't do what you think it should. Huh, why? So everything you've done in the last hour, is, let's say everything in your documents folder edited in the last hour is find space tilde slash documents with a capital D space minus C time space minus one H. So that is everything with a change time that's less than an hour ago. Huh. Okay. That doesn't seem overly... Yeah, it's no, like it's go not. back in time by one hour, so minus. Yeah, That's intuitive. you just I have to remember see. to do it, otherwise you get back the weirdest of results. I, I got it. Uh, and likewise, you could do minus 1M, minus 1S, minus 52S, whatever. And of course, you could chain these together, so you could say find tilde documents minus C time minus 1H space minus name star.jpg and only find the JPEGs you've edited in the last hour. Ah, I so like this. this. Now, this is worth paying attention. Uh, that you, that uh, regular expression stuff made my head hurt, but this is cool. I just I just okay. change it to check in the last couple hours, and it's finding the uh, the AIFFs that we're recording right now. That's I fun. should pretty well hope they're changing. <laughs> I hope so. Um, the next thing we might want to look oh, is... Can, can you define what changed means? <sighs> okay. The... <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Well, I won't Please quite say no, me. but that's complicated. Yeah. Okay, then let's not let's not do it then. Just yeah, change means that the actual content of the file has changed. There's also altered time, change time, and modified time. If you really want to know. Okay. You do right. Trust me. C time. Okay. C time. I, I I lost a half an hour of my life this afternoon figuring that out <laughs> because I looked at the at the man page and went, "Huh, modified, changed, or altered?" I wonder. <laughs> anyway, so C time is what works. Okay. The next thing we might want to look at is based on the size of a file. Yeah. And that is minus size. And like minus C time, minus size wants you to give it a unit. And the unit, well, you don't have to, but you do have to, really. Because the default, if you don't tell it what it is, is not something sensible. It's the amount of 512k blocks the file takes up. <laughs> now, who thinks in half megabytes? Uh, come on, that's intuitive, Bart. Jeez. Of course it is. <laughs> <laughs> so you pretty much always want to give it a unit. So your choices are C, which means byte. Again, huh? Uh, the reason is because a byte is a character is a byte long. Therefore, C for character is C for byte. Okay, so a character would be like the letter L. So the ASCII representation of the letter L is eight bits, kind of. Look, C means byte. 
well, realistically, you're not going to look for something that small. So what actually matters is K for kilobyte, M, now, lowercase k, capital M for megabyte, capital G for gigabyte, capital T for terabyte, and should you be so desirous, capital P for petabyte. Yes, I, I need to deal with those all the time, so I'd be using the P. <laughs> I'm just impressed that it goes that far. That's the only, only person I know would need that is Don McAllister for the size of his files, probably. But. Or Google. Yeah, there's that. The index of the web, please. Ooh, that'll be a couple of petabytes. So I can um, skip characters and not try to remember that one, right? Yeah, the C and the P really don't matter. It's lowercase k, then uppercase M, G, T. Why is the K lowercase and the M uppercase? I it's, don't know. Kilobytes usually are lowercase k. Oh, that makes sense. Mm. Now, hmm. these are the old-fashioned 1024-based thingies. So it's a mibibyte, a gigabyte, a tibibyte. I just spotted the typo to fix for later. A pibibyte, if you're going to be correct about it, right? Because SI units are kilo means thousand. Anyway. I'm going to hit my head on my microphone if we talk about okay. that. I'll get, off my, I'll get off my soapbox for that one. Okay. Anyway, right. Megabytes, gigabytes, terabytes, petabytes. Useful. Okay. And also, so if you don't put a, a symbol in front of that, it means exactly that amount. But we don't really generally want stuff that's exactly 500 megs. We probably want stuff that's at least 500 megs or less than 500 megs. Right. Minus sign means less than, plus sign means more than. So if you want to find every file in your downloads folder that's bigger than 200 megs, find space tilde forward slash downloads with a capital D, space minus size, space plus 200 capital M. Hmm. And in my downloads folder, that's far too much stuff. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm going to have to do some, look someplace else because... Um, <laughs> no, but, no, the other way around. Mine's really clean. Oh. Oh, well, you could change it to a minus sign and it'll show you everything that's smaller than 100 megabytes, than 200 megabytes. Yeah, there's just not enough in it to be entertaining. Okay. Well, the other one I have in the example is everything in your downloads folder is smaller than a megabyte. So minus size, minus 1M. Okay. Ooh, I'm looking for things bigger than a gigabyte. That'd be a fun way to go looking for uh, what kind of junk you... Oh, man, I got an interview with Robert Lloyd Lewis from a long time ago. I probably don't still need this over a gigabyte. There you go. Yeah, so if you're looking, if you're short on space, this is actually quite useful. Holy cow. That can't be right. I, I put in plus 1G, and it just okay. found a chit-chat across the pond from August. How could they that could be go true? bigger than a gigabyte, if you, especially if it's the one that's come out of... What huh. format's it in? If it's an AIFF, I well believe that. Yeah. No, they're not that big. Well, psh, go take a look at this stuff when it's done. <laughs> it hey, if big. I only knew how to pipe this into a file or something... Gonna have to stay tuned a little on that one because I'm gonna blow your head off later. But actually, I'm gonna tease blowing your head off, which is very mean of me. But oh no, because that's what I, I I want that. Well, you you think you do? Anyway, <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll, I'll leave the teasing till the end. Okay. So the next thing we might want to do is filter the file type, and when I say file type, I mean that in the Unix way, not in the human way. Because in the human way, a file type is .txt, .jpg, and so forth. In the Unix way, a file type is, am I a file, am I a folder, am I a link? Oh, okay. So if you only want to find folders, it's minus type space D for directory. If you only want to find files, it's minus type F for file. If you only want to find symbolic links, it's minus type L for link. So realistically, you only care is F or D, to be honest. 
In other words, I am looking for files or I am looking for directories. Okay. And a lot of the time, you're not actually going to care because how many people have directories called something.txt? Right. Probably not many, but if you're looking for a different search, it might be a problem. So if you get back a whole bunch of directories and you don't want them, minus typespace F, problem goes away. Okay, cool. So as an example, right, I have this terrible habit of creating um, little temp folders, which I always put the word temp in the name somewhere, Mm -hmm. but I don't always get around to cleaning up. So I could use, I could combine the minus type D with a minus I name to give me a search for everything in my documents folder that is a folder that has the word temp somewhere in the folder name. So find space tilde slash documents with a capital D for my documents folder, space minus type space D for directories or folders, space minus I name star temp star inside single quotes. In other words, anything temp anything or every folder containing the word temp. Huh. And in my case, that actually showed up a few. I'm finding Which I will go really clean up. weird stuff. And Oh, I know what this is. Hey, cool. I can get rid of this. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Excellent. I was trying to burn a DVD using an application called Burn. It was an open source mm-hmm. app, a free app to test for uh, Dorothy, whose brother-in-law, I think it was, needed a free way to burn a DVD. And I burned a bunch of temporary fo- files. So I had a whole bunch of uh, audio underscore TS and video mm-hmm. underscore TS folders. Cool. You just saved Excellent. me some disk space. <laughs> I was going to say, I'd never do those temp folders, Bart. There was three yeah, gig. Yeah, <laughs> Thanks. Three gig. <laughs> Something else we might want to do is we might want to turn things around. So we might want everything that's not a JPEG or everything that's not an MP3 file or everything that's not something. Yeah. And to yeah. do that, the, you use minus not. So you put minus not in front of what it is you want turned upside down. Okay. So as an example, I have a folder that I keep all of my MP3s in, and the only thing that should be in there is MP3 files. So if there's anything in there that's not an MP3 file, I would like to know about it. So the command to find all of the outliers, well, okay, so I wrote the command first, I ran it and it worked, but of course it showed up 20 kabillion.ds underscore store files. So I rewrote the command. Wait, so it ignores tell people what DS underscore store files are. Those are the resource forks, I think? No, they're not the resource forks. The resource forks are even different still. Every folder in OS X has one of these in it because it tells the finder stuff like, how I have the, you know, do I have this folder in one view or another view, all oh, that kind of... Oh, okay, okay, okay. So it's the state of the folder within the finder. Right. What it, it was actually in there. And they're everywhere. But they start with a dot, so the finder doesn't show them, but the terminal commands will all find them. <laughs> okay. So one of the things we want to do is minus not minus name dot, dot star. In other words, a file which starts with a dot. Okay. So in other words, hide all hidden files. So the full command, putting it all together. So I, now, this will only work, you've got to put in your own path here, right? But in my case, I keep my MP3s in a folder called my MP3s in the music folder, because I'm very original. So find space tilde slash music slash my mp3s minus type f. So, so you're looking for files. Looking for files. I want to ignore the folders because of course there's folders in there because I've organized it all because I have. Okay. Space minus not space minus i name star.mp3. So not an mp3 and not. And you did that file. I dash i name because not a capital mp3. I mean, you Correct. want to look for capital and lowercase in case you messed up. 
Exactly, and then say not. So if it doesn't end in either MP3 or MP3, uh, <laughs> we don't want to see it. And also we want to exclude anything that starts with a dot. So, so not minus name. not, minus name, dot star. Okay. And that works. And I found a bunch of PDFs in there, which when I looked closer were the little booklets inside CDs. So I guess they're okay. Oh, interesting. So I could put a minus not dot Did you PDF scan in well. your CD booklets? I must have done. I don't remember doing that. Wow. I only found like five of them, but <laughs> I did find them. And you allowed them to stay. I did allow them to stay. I was very generous. <laughs> okay, so in so, a more generic sense, uh, you can see that there'd be cases of where you want to look for not certain things, is what you're illustrating, yes, right? exactly. So it's often, you know what's wrong, and you know what's allowed, and you want to find everything that's not okay. So minus not, and then the pattern for what's okay is often very useful. And it's very Englishy, minus not. Just like the minus or was handy, the minus not just turns it on its head. You know, this is immediately useful to me, Bart. And, I, you know, I'm Good. a big fan of the uh, tools that allow me to look for uh, where I've um, used up too much disk space, right? Where I'm looking, yes. I'm looking to recover disk space. I do it all the time. But the problem with my hard drive is it is, com- or my solid state drive, is it is completely dominated by my Gigantor Aperture Library, which is over mm. 500 gig now. So yeah. anytime I go to look for anything, the, the stuff I really care about is, is might even be buried inside my Aperture Library. Like I have movies mm-hmm. in there that have snuck in that I've just discovered by looking for things bigger than a gigabyte. Well, if I yeah. could look inside my Aperture Library and say, find me stuff bigger than a gigabyte, because if I get something bigger than that, there's something wrong. That uh, I should have little yeah, tiny clips. My- yeah, my camera didn't give me a JPEG bigger, or didn't give me a RAW file bigger than a gig. Or even if I have video files, they not a gigabyte. Those are yeah. not so. If they are, there's something else I got to do with them. So um, this allows me to look inside that that blob of of uh, stuff that's too big yes. to to deal with. It just dominates. It ruins all my results. Yes. The last. Well, not the, the the last of the criteria that I'm going to talk about is actually sort of not really a criteria. The last thing I want to say is, so I said at the start, it looks through all folders inside whatever you give it. And that's usually what you want. But it may not be what you want, because you may know that what you're looking for is only two levels deep. And it's going to waste its time looking all the way down. So maybe if you know it's only two levels deep, maybe tell it don't go further than two. Or maybe you know it's at the top level, so don't go further than one. And the way you do that is with minus max depth. So minus max depth, one means don't be recursive. Minus max depth, two is be recursive, but only once. Only a little bit. Minus ma- yeah. Minus max depth, three, et cetera, et cetera. You get the idea. Huh. And especially if you have a gigantic My Documents folder and you know the stuff is near the top, because mine is huge. And if I don't put the minus max depth to something sensible, mine takes forever to search. Oh, right. right. It's just huge. So that's a good way to speed things up a bit. See, that's why we should be using FAT32 from the old days, because you could only go, <laughs> what was it, 64 characters deep, including the path name? Was it 64? Yeah, the, I don't remember what it is, but it Something might have been small. Maybe 32. Nah, no, it couldn't have. Couldn't have been that? Could it? Because I remember Lindsay had There is a limit, yeah. We were trying to run backups uh, onto a FAT32 drive, and it kept failing in all these files, and I couldn't figure out what was going on. And Lindsay had created a file structure that was 11 levels deep by, by like, what year in school she mm-hmm. was, what, what the class was, who the teacher was, the period, the week, the month, the day, the year. And so <laughs> it just couldn't do anything with it. But see, that would limit us then. It would, yes. So 
the very the next sort of thing is so we've now looked at all these criteria we've sort of mentioned the fact that we can do a minus not and a minus or but we can take things another step further so if you'd like to get your propeller beanie on we can do full boolean algebra here so we can make like sub criteria so we can say this or this and that or that all those kind of things but the first thing to say is if you don't put a minus or it assumes you mean and so if you have minus I named this, minus I named that, mentally you should read that as this and that. So if you don't say anything, it assumes and. So I've written out to prove this, my search command for my mp3s, and then I just put minus and in, and it does exactly the same thing, because that's what it means. But you can also group these things, and the way you group them is with, with the, the round brackets, the parentheses. But, this comes with one of those annoying buts again, the parentheses have a meaning to bash. And if it has a meaning to bash, what does that tell us? We have to put it in single quotes. Exactly. Or escape it, which is horrible and we both hate. Right. We're never going to so, do that. If you want to start a little sub-query, you basically quote, quote, open bracket. And then if you want to end one, quote, close bracket, quote. Sorry, quote, open bracket, quote, close, quote, <laughs> close, close bracket, quote. That's hard to say. <laughs> oh, wait. Without repeating that last part you said, what, what is the so you put the quotes around the parentheses so that it doesn't get interpreted by bash? Yes. Huh. So to make I thought this, the whole thing would end up inside the the single quotes, but you just put the the open and closed parentheses on their own are inside single yes, quotes because they are separate little chunks. You want to give it to find as an operator. So find basically is told I need minus size this. Oh, start a new group. Do this. Do this. Do this. Close that group. And you can nest these to get really insane. So just to give a practical example, because this sounds so weird in the abstract, <laughs> let's say I want to find all PowerPoint files that are bigger than 100 megabytes, Zero. which is... Oh, sorry. That was just... Oh, me. I wish that were true in, in real life. Um, one of the things about working in education is that lecturers have to upload notes to the e-learning system. Yeah. And if you use a giganta JPEG... PowerPoint is too dumb to actually resize that for you. And so you can very easily end up with a 500 meg PowerPoint. And then the poor student on a dial-up, well not dial-up these days, but on a poor home internet connection is trying to download 500 megs worth of stuff to see your four-slide description of something silly, right? I, I was saying zero when it was, are there any PowerPoint files, Bart? <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> but I was lying. Oh man, they're all full of, <laughs> they're in my mail. Oh, People for the send love attachments. of what? I know. Oh. So, a realistic thing to want to do is to find big PowerPoint files. And my criteria for big is greater than... Ooh, I've just realized another typo to fix. According to my show notes, it's 100 megs, but according to the actual command, it's 500 megs. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'll pick one of those and the show notes will match. Uh, whatever our criteria is, above, we'll say 100 megs, because that's actually anything bigger than 100 is too big for a bloody PowerPoint, right? Right. And PowerPoints can be PPT or PPTX. Okay. So, in other words, a size greater than 500 and a name of one thing or a name of the other thing. Right. So, if we don't use the parenthesis, oh, that won't be It would do and PPT and PPTX. It'll do and PPT or PPTX. So, every PPTX would match because it, oh, just, it, would, it wouldn't apply the 100 megabyte requirement to it. It, it wouldn't be right, yeah. So... Okay. We can just be explicit. We can say, look, don't leave it to interpret. Let's just say what we mean. So we say, find tilde documents, minus size, plus 100M, 
starting a new group. And inside that group, you have minus i name star.ppt, minus or minus i name star.pptx. Close the group. And now we have bigger than 500 megs or and is a PowerPoint file. Okay, okay. And so that, that you know, using that same logic, you can expand that out to the most complicated queries on the planet. We have all of the Lego blocks to build anything we want. I like it. Yeah, so You're find right, is this a fun... This more fun than it sounded. <laughs> yeah, and it's very powerful. This is easily the single most powerful command we have yet done. And in actual fact, it has an extra power we're going to look at next time. Oh, cool. So we have so far used this command for the purpose of finding things and just listing them. Right. So they just spit out. But actually, we can make it do something to every file it finds. Can we make it ding? <laughs> well, ding. Oh, sorry, that was last week. <laughs> but no, let's say you're looking for every, power, for every PowerPoint file that's bigger than 500 megs and you want to delete it. Yeah. You can do that in one command with find. And if you get your rules wrong, you can get yourself into really I was going to say, that's really dangerous, Bart. You're not going to teach so, me how to do that. I am, but I'm going to put more exclamation points around it than you could possibly shake a stick at, right? But that is really what you want to do. And in fact, it's also going to lead into another one of my nerdy t-shirts. So you know the way we had a whole lot of fun about to be or not to be as a regular expression? I have another t-shirt, and it is a find command, which, no, I'm going to leave it until next time. It's a find command that's a joke. Oh, so okay. that's pieces of nerdy. We'll Hopefully we'll be nerdy enough by the time you're done with us to get it. I hope so. I'm not going to say anymore. I don't want to spoil it. Okay. So that's one of the things we're going to do next time. Uh, another thing we're going to do next time is for OS X people only. So find is a Unix Linux command. It's on Unix, it's on Linux, it's on OS X. It's, it's all over the place. But OS X, do, right, we have Spotlight in OS X. And Spotlight is really quick at searching because it's not really searching. What it's actually doing is it keeps an index of what's on your hard disk and it only searches the index. The find command is actually searching your hard disk which is why it gets slow, which is why the minus max depth is important. Ah. But that index that Spotlight uses exists within OS X. And the good people at Apple gave us a terminal command that can tap into that index. And so there is a, there basically you can do anything you can do in Spotlight, you can do from the terminal if you know how. And that's something we're going to look at next time as well. Oh, cool. Now I had asked and you said you were going to tease it at the end. Um, like right now, I've just run the terminal command and asked it for everything bigger than one gig, and that's why I'm finding those vi videos I wanted. If I wanted to spit that out to a file? Well, you could just pipe it like before, just arrow to a file, but then they're just in a file. The bit I was teasing was the fact that you could actually make find. Oh, action on it. Yeah. So if you just use the arrow and then a file name, it'll pipe them into a file like everything else because it's just output. What was so the go arrow back to again? Plumbing, so what do I do? The greater than sign and then a file name. But the, where's the pipe go? So the full command, then at right. the very end of the command, pipe file name. So not pipe, greater than sign. Ah, why did we say pipe? I always thought it was I don't know, pipe. we both did it. No, pipe is to send from command to command. Arrow is to send to a file. You don't want to send the output of find to a command. You want to send the output of find to a file. Ah, so it's right, arrow. right, right. So piping is to pipe it to another. That's the plumbing thing. Yeah, so piping oh, okay. joins commands, and our redirection, as it's called, sends to files. Okay. Okay, cool. Look at that. I have a text file with all my giant files, so I can go beat them into submission. Very good. This is going to be awesome. I mean, most of them are movies that I downloaded, but I'm just really excited about this, because there's some stuff in here, like the Apple blacklist me number 2mp 4 from MacBreak Weekly. No, I probably don't need that. 
Nothing marked by Quigley isn't great. Oh, no, you know what those are? Sorry. Now, nobody cares at all. I'm just blathering on here. Those are our episodes of Mac Break Weekly that I was on. I think that's why they're <laughs> <in> there. <laughs> yes, I need to keep them forever. All right. This is really cool, Bart. You were right. This was not very vegetable-y at all. This was, uh, this was pretty fun. But, you know, pretty powerful. So yeah. I, called, I think I called it beefy last time. Yeah, yeah. This, it was good and chewy, but uh, useful chewy. So now, I don't know when we're going to do this next, because I have something else really fun planned to talk to you about in two weeks. One week time? One week, two weeks? Who knows? Maybe Whatever we have three time times probably. in a row. Everybody the next loves time you. I'm here, right? The next time I'm here, I have something non-terminal related as a sort of a palate cleanser that's really cool. And I'm just going to tease it at that. All right. Sounds good, Bart. Okay. Until then, happy computing. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Taming the Terminal. Remember that all of the information you've been hearing is available as text tutorials at bartb.ie slash ttt. If you'd like to contact us, you can write to allison at podfeet.com or podcasting at bartafisser.net. 